Mike just Danny, you, you act like I don't know how to edit. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm recording. This is the outtakes. Yeah. I love the outtakes part of this. Uh, that's alpha. Yeah. Danny can't read big facts. Boom. Roasted. Y'all ready to record a video? And here we go. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome into another Fantasy Stock Exchange video. Today, we're doing our redraft rankings one through eight for the running back position. Guys, we're excited to kick this off. Uh, I hope you're excited to watch this because this is going to be a riot. A lot of people defending their takes. You got Evil Tyler here today. Let's hit the intro. What am I? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? Running back rankings? All right, so like Tyler said, running backs one through eight. If you want to see uh, nine through 16, Slash the rest of our rankings. We're going to have them with the link, link below. All you got to do is type in your email and it'll be a cool uh, with Tyler's artistic skills graphic of all of our running back rankings mixed together. So let's go ahead and start this off. Um, the, the 101, the, if you don't take him at the 101, you don't deserve to have the 101 Christian McCaffrey. The only Overrated. thing I'm going to say okay. about Christian McCaffrey is there's 155 vacated targets on this team. And I know Robbie Anderson and Ian Thomas, who's never had more than 50 in a season, are taking that. That's the only thing I have to say for him. He might do what he did. He, I, I think that his stat line is what he did last year with the chance, with the high chance to produce more. This team's going to be trailing. Teddy Bridgewater is – I don't want to say he's going to dump it down, but the whole offense, I think, due to the lack of training camp and the two new coaches, is, is going to be very condensed. It's going to be DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. So take him and don't even think about having a decision at the one-on-one. Guys, just don't overthink it. I mean, when a guy has a record-setting season last season, and nothing really has really has changed in terms of his workload, why would you not take him at the one-on-one? Like, there's going to be people that are going to argue Barkley over the offseason. I see it from other fantasy experts, but I mean, in general, how much do you expect Christian McCaffrey to regress to even have Barkley in that conversation? It's because it's going to be a lot because McCaffrey literally outproduced every other running back last year by eight points per game. So. Uh, I don't know. It's all Teddy. He went to a team. He, Teddy Bridgewater is the king of dump offs. He averages like seven point five yards. Not about dump offs, but well, I, I'm not saying that, that like he can't perform as a quarterback. I'm just saying everything yeah. he does is in the short game. So McCaffrey's going to like live off of that. I, I I genuinely could believe he could just do he could do even more if potentially like I, the quarterback situation. I think is remarkably better. Um, there's other threats in the offense that may actually take away people from, from the attention of him, although he will still demand a lot. And his running ability is phenomenal. Nothing happened to him. What, what, what are we thinking? Like, it's not like rapid changes have just been made. Nothing's changed. He's still your running back one. Okay. For sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's no even reason to consider anyone else. To me, if, if, it's, if it's any kind of PPR, too, you don't need, it's, it's McCaffrey's in a tier of his own because Saquon, while we – like Saquon's volume and, and ability in the receiving game, he hasn't even sniffed McCaffrey's territory in terms of a target share, in terms of the amount of – like the offense runs through Christian McCaffrey. It's not even just that he like gets dump-offs all the time. He, the, Like half the plays in the playbook are probably designed to get him the ball. Um, easy one-on-one. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, when All you're right. getting a running back that gets 116 catches last year and his top five in overall targets, like, I don't understand how anybody could even argue him against the 101. Like, Absolutely. All righty. Number two, like we said, is Saquon Barkley. And I don't want to say it's a clear two to me because I think a lot of it just kind of banks on the talent that Saquon uh, brings with him. Um, we We see – the games where he produces in big numbers, but we also saw last year that he was banged up. But we've seen even the year before that where there's games that when the game script isn't going right, you just get completely shut down and due to volume gets you 11 points. So you just kind of forget about it like it's still Saquon. But I think he's still the two. The only like knock I think you could have on him is that schedule is a little bit tougher. So maybe that's why I think McCaffrey's far, far in ahead. So maybe he's just a little bit knocked down, but he's still the two. Don't think about it twice. Andrew Thomas should help the O-line right away. At least we hope so. Year two of Daniel Jones. Uh, I, I mean, everyone's going to hate on Jason Garrett, but he was still a successful NFL coach for five, X, I don't know, 10 years, whatever it is in the NFL. Yeah. He's still got another job. So he's definitely capable of getting an offensive coordinator team running. And I think that – I just think that Saquon's ceiling is sort of tapped with the, the way they're going to run this offense. I know it's – on first but teams are just going to stack the box like they do every single year like I know Bush loves Slayton but Slayton Shepard and Taint aren't making your cornerbacks no, no. scared or they're not like that's why I love they're going to focus on the run the, so because Barkley's the concern of the offense no one's scared yeah, of Darius Slayton they should be but no one's scared of Darius Slayton uh to me the the big the big two things for me that separate McCaffrey and Barkley are one like you said the offense uh while it's improved because the they added Andrew Thomas who I think is going to be a stabilizing force on their offensive line but the big thing for me is is the splits in uh Barkley's receiving work once Daniel Jones took over the starting job obviously Eli Manning can't move like he's stuck in mud he obviously looks to see to use his check down a lot more than Daniel Jones uh has shown to do at least thus far since he's been in the league because Daniel Jones can move right He, he doesn't always have to check the ball down he can he can run for the first down but Nonetheless, like Saquon has an entire, like a complete monopoly, three down workhorse role, all the receiving work, all the goal line work goes to him in this backfield. So he's, to me, he's, he's actually pretty easily the 102 for me. Yeah, I just wanted to touch up upon that. He's my 102 as well, second overall uh, running back. Uh, I've seen the Jason Garrett offense. I've seen it since I've become a Cowboys fan. The last 10 years has, has him being our head coach. It's going to be a Jason Garrett system. Like, Joe Judge is a special teams coordinator coming from the New England Patriots. He hired Jason Garrett to run the offense. And a Jason Garrett offense is run through his running back getting a huge workload, his number one receiver getting targets, and his tight end getting a lot of targets. Those are going to be the main contributors on this offense. Now, reverting back to Saquon Barkley, he's clearly the most, uh, most talented player on this offense. I think we can all agree with that. Saquon Barkley is going to get 320, 330-plus touches this year. I, I don't think that's a debate. Like Zeke, Zeke Elliott, for reference, averaged over 50 catches per game under Jason Garrett. And Saquon Barkley, like, obviously I'm a big Zeke fan, but Saquon Barkley is a more naturally talented receiving back. So Saquon Barkley is probably the edge for that 70-80 reception uh, baseline, in my opinion, even though, obviously, with Daniel Jones being under center, uh, he's not going to reach the, the McCaffrey uh, territory of 90, 100, 110. But you don't need him to be that because he's going to be a top five rusher. He's going to catch – probably 60, 70 passes, like I said. And in general, he's going to get the ball on the goal line. He's going to get touchdowns. We've seen it with Zeke. Zeke is one of the best goal line rushers in the league. Saquon Barkley is every bit as good. And uh, that offense is going to lean on him. So to me here, uh, I love Zeke, but 
Saquon Barkley, given the workload, is going to be the, the 102, in my opinion. I have no argument. <laughs> I think it's easy, one-two. I mean, I, I, I there's such a separation between the next set, so uh, we'll go and we'll go and move on. Alrighty. So the next two, um, we have Kamara ahead of Zeke, but we'll kind of turn this into playing both sides of it because I think there is, I think this is probably the hardest decision of the first round, at least for me when I have my overall rankings because there is two sides to this. Absolutely, I can see it. Um, so I'll start. I have Kamara at three. But I'll start with Zeke, actually, so I can kind of counteract with Kamara. So the thing that I sort of scares me with Zeke, and he's still, he's still going to be an RB1. I'm not too worried about that. But McCarthy in his coaching career um, at Green Bay, we can say that he's never had a running back with this skill set. But the offense was so good that the running back seemed like it was this good. So I'm not going to, like, do the whole, like, contract thing with Zeke and McCarthy. But um, his running back room, so all the running backs that he's – ever had averaged 344 rushing attempts and 93 targets a season. That's 437 opportunities. Last year, Zeke and Tony Pollard combined for 479. So if you're just going to play the average, that's obviously going to go down. He's going to see less work. He was out of shape last year. I will bet money on it that he's out of shape this year. They just added Dak. Um, they are going to throw the ball. They added Dak. Added CeeDee Lamb. They signed Dak back, kind of franchise tag. And Zeke's worst season – and touches per game, yards per game, and yards per target were last year, meaning to me that they didn't prioritize him with Kellen Moore. I don't think they're going to prioritize him this year. And if he is out of shape, I think Tony Pollard is definitely capable, we've seen, of taking more work out of this. But like I said, I'm not going to play the contract, but you do have to put that in the back of your head that he is getting paid, so are they going to ride him? But that being said, moving on to Kamara, uh, everyone is going to go through the whole touchdown regression thing without actually taking any numbers into it because that's how, that's how Twitter likes to run fantasy football. So – Last year, Kamara, red zone target, um, TD positive regression, like I just said, 11 red zone targets inside the 20. Out of all the players with 11, so 12 other players – or sorry, 12 total 11 others, including Kamara, they had an average of 2.9 to uh, receiving touchdowns within the red zone with targets. Kamara had zero. So if you just regress that back up to zero, he was only a point and a half behind Zeke in points per game. So I think ultimately I think Kamara just edges him. And if you're making projections, just lock in Kamara for 81 receptions because that's what he seems to get every year. He got the last three years. So I think I just prefer the – I don't want to say Zeke's uncertain, but he kind of is uncertain in what we're going to see with this offense. We don't know what we're going to see. So I think I just lean Kamara with the, with the positive TD regression. Uh, sorry, I just want to touch up upon it because obviously Zeke plays for my favorite team. Uh, that's not why I have him ranked at three and Kamara four. I mean, we're splitting hairs here, I, I believe, in general. Although they're they're in a tier with, like, the Cook, the Henry for me, I think they're the clear next two after the Barkley and uh, McCaffrey. Uh, touching up on Zeke, uh, first of all, last year uh, we saw how efficient the Kellamore offense was. And Zeke Elliott was the RB3 last year on, uh, on the season. And what, like, other than adding uh, replacing CeeDee Lamb with Randall Cobb and Mike McCarthy, who obviously I've said in the past he's going to pass the ball at a higher rate, what else has really changed from Zeke's All perspective? All pro center retired. I get that, but at the same time, we've seen Joe Looney in there before, and Joe Looney in 2018, where Zeke was still a top five running back. Like we've seen Zeke still be able to perform under those circumstances. So really in general, uh, I'm just looking at it in terms of an offensive pace. That Cowboys team is going to be a top five offense. Now you can say the same for the Saints. I get that. But Zeke's going to be the focal point, uh, whereas you know the Saints still have Michael Thomas in the receiving game. I still think that – while Kamara's going to get 80 catches, Zeke's not going to have less than 50. 
Zeke's not going to have less than 50. And if Zeke's giving you 50-plus catches, and he's going to be top three, in my opinion, in rushing, and he's going to have 15-plus touchdowns, like, I, I, I get the argument for Kamara. They're both neck and neck, in my opinion. But ultimately, I just prefer Zeke because I do think that, uh, in general, he's going to give you a more consistent baseline. Yeah, to me, between these two guys, honestly, it's it's as simple for me as it's Zeke and standard and half PPR, and it's Kamara and full PPR. Because I, I think, as Danny mentioned, the offense is going to be really good. I think Zeke's going to have, like, and Zeke pretty much, while he has to split uh, some receiving work and, like, some other kind of carry work with Tony Pollard, he pretty much has a monopoly on the red on the goal line opportunities. And I, I think there's a solid chance that Zeke scores 12-plus rushing touchdowns this year. So, yeah, for sure. to me, that's the difference between him and Kamara. I think Kamara will also score a lot of touchdowns as well, but I, I feel safer at projecting Zeke for touchdowns, if that makes any sense. And like I said, in full PPR, give me Kamara because yeah. no matter what we think of Zeke's uh, receiving workload, I think – there's no chance in hell like Kamara doesn't have at least 20 more receptions than him, whether Zeke gets a lot or not. I just wanted to touch upon, like, this is based on half PPR. Obviously, when you take into the full PPR aspect, that 80 catch baseline versus 50 catch is going to take more of an effect. I just think, given the neck and neck, uh, give me Zeke because I know exactly what I'm getting in terms of a rushing floor. I don't know. I just, I think there's, um, I think when it comes to that kind of argument, I think Kamara's just going to be more effective. I'd much rather have you know, Latavius Murray is my backup than Tony Pollard. I think Tony Pollard's actually going to take a pretty good step up this year and start providing value to that offense. Going into his second year, uh, we talk about McCarthy and the fact that he is a passing-based offense. And, the yeah, he will get receptions. Um, but I feel like the rushing floor may drop a little bit, which kind of just proves that little bit of a separation between who my number four is uh, Kamara and, and Zeke. So all three of my, uh, three through uh, five are just right there in the same tier. Um, not much separation between them. Uh, but things like, uh, getting receptions and then getting the volume running wise, uh, put Zeke at five for me, but it's, it's by a very, very slim razor thin margin. Uh, I'm going to challenge your four then yeah. if you're going to go. Yeah, on, we'll, on we'll, we'll definitely, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll definitely get there. Well, right, I, just, I think my four is just going to get a lot more receptions. Uh, uh, totally. yeah. I disagree. Based on what, though? All right, well, uh, we'll, 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 we'll get into we'll that. Get, we'll, get, we'll get there. All right, so next up here, due to Tyler not believing in the best running back in the league and Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook is our fifth uh, consensus running back. We all have him at six. Um, listen, Dalvin Cook is is one of the best running backs when he's healthy. He's an elite pass catcher. He, if, if he, if he, I know everyone throws this net, if he played the full 16 games, I think he would be one of the best of all time if he was the workhorse every single season. Because, he, I mean, he came out as one of the best prospects we've seen, probably close to Saquon Barkley and on. He's shown that, but he's never finished a full season. So you cannot project him to finish a full season. He has a high injury risk from Sports Injury Predictor, one of the best injury for all sports. It's MLB, NBA, et cetera. He is not going to finish the full season. If he does, prove me wrong, cool. He'll be the RB1 or two, whatever. But Alexander Madison still saw work when he was healthy last year. Yes, he's going to see an uptick in passing work because Justin Jefferson isn't going to come into his own right away. And there's a lot of vacated targets, like 110 if I remember right. Yeah. But I'm still just off Cook. Unless you're going to pay up for Madison, which I'm going to pay up anyways because I think that he's going to be getting – he's going to be a flex. Like you guys like Edmonds. It's the same conversation. I think Madison is an upgraded Edmonds with a clearer path to being an RB1, which we saw last year. So I think, yes, I have to rank Dalvin Cook here at six, but I'm not a huge fan of him. And he's not going to be going as at the 105, if you exclude Michael Thomas, if you throw him in there, the 106. He's going to be going 
probably he will probably be picked before Zeke and Kamara in most leagues. If I had to put money on Crazy. it, you just take the. I, I mean, if, I don't know about that. To me, I'm uh, with Cook. He's my six. I have him ahead um, behind the the other uh, top five in my opinion. And the reason he's my six, and you you actually touched on it, is because I I feel like I'm obligated to pay up for Madison if I draft Dalvin Cook, and I'm not like in the business of handcuffing running backs, but Dalvin Cook, you have to do it. Like you have to get Madison if you get Dalvin Cook, in my opinion, because yeah. if Dal- like scary, like Lucas though. said, Dalvin Cook, he'll probably play 12 games guaranteed, but you can't project him for 16. If he plays 12, he's probably going to be like the RB one or two in those 12 games. But if you don't have Madison, you might be fucked for the playoffs. So I actually just want to mention, like, obviously like we, we still see like the ceiling on a points per game basis. is going to be high with Cook. But we haven't even taken into account, like, they lost Stefan Diggs in the offseason. They replaced their offensive coordinator. Like, there, there's a lot of, like, changing factors that are going to go The offensive the coordinator well. change doesn't matter because Kubiak is running the show anyway. Yeah, it helps. Sure. I, I think Kubiak helps that offense because it's going to be more – it's going to be more, like, fun and experimental for the pass catching of the run-up. You saw C.J. Anderson was a beast when he played with Kubiak. C.J. <laughs> Anderson, he was like, he passes for him. So, I, I think – Guys, fat as Vikings. Now. The, yeah. Vikings, the only part that's going to be bad for the Vikings is the corners. Outside of that, like their O-line, we say this every year, is not good. They somehow make it to the playoffs and run for close to the most yards in the NFL. Their pass blocking they're, is they're, good. Yeah, their run blocking yeah, is run, always good. Yeah, they were, they were top five so. run, blocking, uh, run blocking offensive line last year for grades. So I guess what we're what saying – I mean, I'm assuming most of you guys kind of have the same thoughts. We all have them ranked the same spot. Yeah. You can take him, and yes, the, the phrase is pay up for Madison, but if I'm – say I took, I don't know, Zeke – the pick ahead of him, I'm just going to pay up for Madison. Like, and just make it so you don't get him. That's the thing I don't get. Like, everyone says pay up for Madison. Like, there's 11 or nine other owners. They could pay up for Madison too, and you'd be screwed. You just wasted your first-round pick. Like, I get you're going to win some games, but you still need him for the full year. So, just take well, Zeke, take I Kamara. mean, there's a solid chance that you could trade for Madison after week four or something when, yeah, like, no. you kind of forget about it. Like, and Cook hasn't gone down yet. Yeah. So well, I mean, people are still. I think you. I think though. if you pick Cook, regardless, so you, you got to get Madison. Like you just have to. I like it. He's probably the only running back on my list that I would rank this high. That you like have to get his handcuff, but it's because he's that valuable when he actually plays. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so with Dalvin, it's it's just yeah, it's that late round concern. I mean, yes, he's going to be dominant when he's on the field. I think the offense is built for him to be dominant when he's on the field. The issue is you have to try and account for the injuries, and that just lowers him to six in my rankings, which really isn't bad. It's just more or less I have to discard like two, three games every time I, I want to slate him out because of the fact that he's going to get hurt, which I do not like in my running backs, but it's something you just got to deal with, which is unfortunate. He'd, he'd be because, my clear RB too, to be honest. Yeah, he'd be ahead of Barkley for me. If, he, if, I could, if someone told me right now he's going to play 16 games next year, he'd be my RB too. So, like – no, like we can't, we like, we don't even know how good Dalvin cook can be because we've never seen it over a full 16 game. We're, we're never going to know. It's like, I don't know. That, we're, probably, that's true. we're probably never going to know, which how is good why, which is why be. you basically have to cover your own ass by getting Madison because you can't actually yeah. count on him to do that. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going RB heavy, like then I'll probably take cook. If you're getting like a, I don't know, Carson Montgomery love bell. Cause you can make up for it in the long run. But yeah, that's, I mean, it's the same conversation. Well, you we're gonna won't have know that though until you take cook. Because it's like, your first yeah. round pick. Absolutely. All righty. Next up, like I said, Tyler does not believe in Derrick Henry. So Derrick Henry is – I was surprised you guys all had him at five. I thought I was super high on him. So he is – all of our fives, Tyler's ten, so our overall six. <laughs> I'm Tyler, so sorry. You can, 
you can't not have him outside the top six. Well, we can make arguments for you guys too. Okay. Yeah, so you're you're can, really low, man. I didn't even notice you that. You can, Tyler. You go ahead, and there's nothing I need to say about Henry. Actually, I'm just gonna go first because I literally have one point. So yes, you can take the averages in the in the regular season, whatever you want to do. But remember when they went to the AFC Championship and they were winning? Yeah, remember that? Twenty-seven rushing attempts, and they kept doing it. So you yeah. can say you can say no, like the case that we never seen a quarterback do it again. Lamar's going to do it again. We've never seen a running back do it again. Yeah, because no running back is as good and powerful as Derrick Henry has ever been. There's a reason he did it three games in a row and no one could stop him because he's that good. Nothing's going to change. If someone could have stopped him, the Ravens, one of the best run-stopping defenses last year, would have been able to do it. Hey. Chief, Tampa Bay really could stop him. Home. Ask Earl Thomas how ferocious he is as a runner. I mean, I, I don't – Derek Henry no. just pointed at Earl Thomas. I, I like, already, oh, I already oh. know what Tyler's gonna say. You're gonna say that he doesn't get passing work for Derek Henry. RB it doesn't seven. fucking matter. It doesn't RB matter. Seven. It doesn't matter. He's gonna be the top. He's gonna get the, the big plays. He's gonna get 25 plus carries a game, and he's gonna get all the goal line work. That's I good love, enough for me to rank him in the top five. I okay, love Isaiah Wilson. However, I do not love him this year. They lost probably one of the top. Uh, I would say top five in all honesty right tackle run run blockers he's absolutely incredible was he the tackle. one that got was he the one that got suspended no that was uh oh shit that, that might have actually yeah so he didn't even play the first four games too so i okay. i, I get i get your point but let's play the game uh so 28 week one it was against cleveland no shit cleveland yeah. sucks at everything 16 11 and 10 that's not impressive like, those are the okay, four run, games. Run no through. running back is going to get yeah. 25 yeah. points a game. Dude, it was, unless you're McCaffrey. Unless you're McCaffrey, you're not going to get 25 points every game. Jacksonville and Atlanta were two of those games. He put up 11 and 10 against both yeah, of those. Yeah, and guess what? Terrible. He gets to play Jacksonville again. If you, okay, he gets you 10 points a week because touchdowns are fluky. Go and take, he also I don't had know. Mariota as his quarterback then, who couldn't yeah. fucking yeah, drive take the, the offense anyway. Tannehill's the same way. Tannehill really isn't that effective. It's a run-based offense. Take the splits with Tannehill. Yeah. Also, also, by the way, Derrick Henry in those four game stretches had four touchdowns. Not yeah, to he mention. averaged one touchdown a game. Why can't he do that it's again? About, it's about running efficiency. I what do you want? They're, they're not I don't believe his more. production he's is probably gonna, gonna get a touchdown a game still. How, how many yeah, rushing touchdowns do you think he's gonna get this year, Tyler? Minimum well, ten. So he minimum has. ten. Minimum I think 10. I think he's gonna get fifteen. His his high end like upside like no joke he could, like actually have a season with like eighteen rushing touchdowns. So, okay, so here last year I don't see him I don't see him doing more than that. I guess Why not? The only, the How are they not going to sell out for that? Are you kidding me? They do. It, it, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. You're going to six foot three, two hundred They were they were one play away from beating the Chiefs, and Mahomes got a lucky scramble on third down, or else they would have won that game because that was like. I, I watched games and like, where's the turning point? That play led to a field goal, and then they got a cheap touchdown before the halftime. The Titans would have gotten the ball, drained the clock, been up by 10 at halftime. I bet you they would have won it. I mean, he had 27 rushing attempts per game against three good defenses in the play. The Patriots defense. They would have won the Super Bowl, too, because there's no way the Niners linebackers are tackling Derrick Henry in the Super I get Bowl. the only concern is Conklin, but, but they played the first easiest strength of schedule in rush efficiency defense. And they put the second easiest in terms of 2020 win total. So you were just talking about garbage time. They're going to be up in most games. They're going to be controlling the tempo. They're going to feed the ball to Derrick Henry. And Wilson, no other- Wilson will struggle in pass protection, but I, I'm willing to bet. You know how big Isaiah Wilson is? He's basically the size of Mekhi Becton. If he's, he's going to learn any part of being an NFL offensive lineman quickly, it's going to be run blocking, not pass blocking. And, I mean, Derrick Henry, even if you have two free guys that aren't getting blocked on a play, who's saying they're going to tackle him in the hole? 
Like I mean, really, we're, like, doing on, we're doing this on reception. That's a scary dude. So why, is Chubb your, so why is Chubb your seven? Why is Chubb, why is Chubb yeah. your seven then? Because yeah, the I believe that thing offense, it doesn't matter for that offense is going to elevate even more yeah. rushing. Chubb, Chubb is a B tech Jarek Henry in terms of fantasy. Yeah. Why? He's, he's just, right. I think he's a better, off, a better offensive system set up for him. If they want to win, if Cleveland wants to win, it has to be through the run game. If and, and if, win, and they also if Jarek Henry run. doesn't have to compete they with Curry. They could do it through the pass in the fucking season. No, like, they did not. Like, no, they're not. AJ Brown had yes, three catches a game. Dano had like 300 yards and like. It wasn't a lot of volume. It was just a lot of efficiency. Oh my gosh! Yeah, efficiency through, pa- through passing the ball. Some games. Some teams stop the run. It's not. So it's why? So, but why stuff. were why were the passing attempts open? No. In three games in the playoffs, did the t- Tennessee Titans not throw the ball like a combined 30 attempts? Okay. Okay. So, so you, guys, you guys, hold up. You guys are 100 percent sold in the playoffs, right? Okay, I'm not 100% sure. When they won, when they went. So where's Damian Williams? You guys top 45. Like, I'm just saying, like, don't just count. What do you mean? Don't just count. Wait until the playoffs like that matters. Like, I, I, that's argument. The argument was, the argument was that even without the playoffs, he still got, he still got 20 rushing attempts and a touchdown a game in season. No other running back, like Zeke might get 20. Maybe Nick Chubb gets that. Yeah, maybe, maybe Kamara. I highly doubt it. Like maybe 20 Josh Jacobs gets that. But we got these based so, on receptions, and I, I believe all these guys that are ahead of him are just going to get more receptions. Outside of, I think Chubb will actually get probably a little bit more, and I just think Chubb's going to be in a better situation. Who cares? I think Who there's a follow-up. The I'm sorry. Henry I, just, if I don't care. If we're comparing 18 catches to 30 catches, give me the Listen, guy who's going to rush for Derrick Henry is going to get seven yards. more carries a game. Who do you think, who do you think NFL teams are going to let beat them, Baker or Ryan Tannehill? Because I'm a Baker hater, and I think they're going to focus more on Baker than fucking Neither? Ryan Tannehill. No, neither. Does it I don't matter? think it matters. I think they it does matter. How does it not matter? If you're selling out for the run – when Ryan Tannehill's your quarterback, but that's they, gonna matter. They did sell out for the run in the playoffs, and he had twenty-seven rushing attempts. You guys are fucking leading on do you the think, playoffs. Do you think Wake Martindale, like one of the best, like defensive coordinators in the okay, league, in didn't season, know he had to stop Derrick Henry to win that game? Ask Bill Thomas when he thought of Derrick Henry stiffer. All right, we gotta move on. All right, we'll move on. All right, next up is Joe Mixon. So yeah, here we fucking go. Tyler is mixing at four, and I'm not okay. I love Mixon. I love Mixon. Oh Any take you're gonna gonna make about upgrading production, yeah, it's false because Ow. last year, Ow. last year would have been the year. Dude, last year would have been the year. Quarterback who was who literally dumped off 55 times in like 13 games he last he year. He didn't dump it off. They were they were set up plays because their offense was so good that Edwards Alaire was so, the fourth, so why can't the fourth option on the offense. Matted offense work for Zach Taylor. All right, you go well, first. Okay. You have, so you right, go mixing that four. So break down, break down mixing for us. It's it's simply based on receptions, and plus he's going to run more efficiently because there's actually a talented quarterback there. Even that, wait, that, the second argument, I agree with you. He's going to run more efficiently. Efficiently, why is he going to get more receptions? Exactly. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is going to give him more receptions. Okay, so okay. Gio Bernard still isn't going to come on the field on third down. Why? They, they I have, doubt they, they give him that much attention. Seriously, they have, they have, play every, right now. They have every year. Mixon's okay. been in the league because because uh, Joe Burrow was playing at LSU. There was there was an extra running back. How there. many now or what? How many receptions do you have Joe running. Mixon like on pace for, give or take, if you were to project it now? How many do you think he'll get? Thirty-five last year. He's a, he he's had thirty-five. Ronald Jones had thirty-one. Ronald Jones but, had the only thing. And he had thirty-one last year. What what makes you seem that he had twenty more? I just want to ask you, how better offense? How many catches do you think he'll get next year? I, I'm going to slate him for, for 55 to 60. 
Okay. Zeke, Zeke Elliott's going to get 50 plus, and Zeke Elliott's also going to rush for 400, 500 more yards, rushing yards this year than Joe Mixon. Why? Why is Zeke going to get more receptions? He literally just added Zeke. Right. What? All right. 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 But then you want Zeke to have fucking 72. Like, I don't, I don't There's get it. There's 166. You're shit out of your fucking ass. To oh, say, I'm literally backing up. You literally just said, all right, all right. You literally just said, don't make going to get 60 yeah, catches. Yeah, literally, like, what basis is don't make going to get 60 catches? He had what, 35 last year. Is he, so he's just going to catch 25 balls magically. Okay. AJ Green is not going to play an effect on this team. I he don't believe. last year, though. Yeah, how? He didn't do anything. He didn't see Higgins last year. They added, they added T. Higgins. You love T. Higgins. And you won't do it again. They added T. Higgins. You love T. Higgins. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, just have, I just have one point. I just have one point because I love Mixon. I love Mixon. Me too. I had him probably. I, I do too, but I had him more. So, Plus the line got better yeah. too. So. No, wait, wait. Let me, let me make one point first. Okay. So my point is that adding a guy that's never played a snap in the NFL does not make your own line better. He might have been a good talent in college, but that was three years ago, two years ago. So, yes, the offensive line is going to get better. Sure. Okay, Bernard's still there. Unless they, unless they cut Bernard, which they can, for zero dead hit. Like, they would take no dead cap, save about $4 million in cap, but they don't need to save cap. They have no other moves to make. They're fine. So he's still going to get some snaps. Adding T. Higgins, A.J. Green coming back, John Ross coming back, and Auden Tate coming back does not increase Joe Mixon's perception. It's literally the most injured wide receiver core, like, in fucking football. And, but they're healthy. Last but they're, year, and he still had 35 catches last year. That's what I'm saying. That yeah, was my point. Because he didn't have fucking Burrow. Like, yeah, even if he, we don't like, know that Burrow was the Burrow reason for the checkdown. I get that. Because like, Burrow, if you want to project, wait, wait, if you want to project Mixon for 55, 60 catches, then literally everybody on that receiving court is going to go down. Because yeah, otherwise sure. he's going to have 40 passes. Why not? I, I genuinely believe he's going to count on his running. Back. You'd have to, man. So you'd have to double his targets to get him that many receptions. It wouldn't even be that hard. The offense sucked last year. They didn't. Their 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 efficiency was horrible. Like no shit. Like he's, he actually could do that. We we all like. I'm not Joe saying Mixon. it's not possible. I just think it's uh, I think it's a bit outlandish to to suggest that that's going to happen over someone like guys like Zeke, Zeke and, and Dalvin Cook Aaron and Derrick Henry. Henry that you have most productive year. He had 55 targets, 45 receptions. Like and and that was still with a fucking terrible team and Andy Dalton as your quarterback who does not dump it off. But Andy Dalton is perfectly fine of getting the ball to Mixon. Yeah, yeah he to do get him to, to, to serve that purpose, amount of times, but Burrow will elevate that. that. I just think that, like, the only thing, like, I love Mixon. I'll have him in a lot of leagues. But, like, every year the argument is he's going to see more receptions. But my thinking is he would have saw it last year due to the lack of weapons, the team that had a lot of drives. If it was inefficient, they would have just dumped the ball off to him. It's not like he was being triple teamed out of the backfield. So, like, it's just tough to see the upgrade because, yeah, Joe Burrow dumped it off one season, but he also played three seasons prior to that. And they weren't dump offs. So, Larry played out in the slot a bunch of times too. So, they weren't – it's not like they were like, oh, here you go. Just throw the – it's not the Tom Brady dump off the James White that he does 20 times a game. It's completely different. So, There's I think that we – Also, ha- are we sure that Hilaire isn't a better receiving back than Mixon? I don't know. I, I think he is. He might be. Like, Not to mention, like, Joe Mixon would need, like, 25, 30 more catches to be ahead of Zeke this year, and you have him ranked ahead of Zeke. Plus, the, Zeke, the touchdowns are going to be in Zeke's favor, too. I, like, to me, Whoa. I just don't see having him a high, higher than Zeke. I don't mind you having him at six – behind yeah. Zeke, but I, I don't see don't, how you can come ahead of Zeke. I don't get why Zeke's going to go up in phenomenal amounts of targets. He doesn't have to go up. He was the RB3 yeah, last year. Has all these he wouldn't, yeah, fair, right? he wouldn't have to. CD Lamb is going to take more targets away from, from he, Zeke. Again, how, how many targets do you really think Zeke's going to lose? Maybe he catches 45 passes instead of 55? Even if he catches 45, that's, he's going to be 10 passes down. 
That's, he, that's that he's Joe Mixon. He's still going to rush for The yards don't say the same. The touchdowns don't say. If you're going to lose ten he's catches, that means you're losing yards. You're losing potential touchdowns. Like okay, you lose what? Eighteen points? Is that what you're projecting? Eighteen yeah, points. That's, he's okay, he's got to move on from Mixon. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, next up, last one in our top eight um, is Austin Eckler. So Danny made his Danny switched around some things here before because he realized that he had Austin Eckler way too low. So Austin, yeah, I moved him one spot. In, yeah, so can I can I can I stand for my boy here? Yeah, then I'll go after you because we're both we're okay. both pro Austin Eckler. I okay. like him too. He's so not... I'm I know Danny's I know what Danny's arguments are going to be already. So I'm gonna I'm gonna knock I'm him down. So yes, Austin Eckler's efficiency might see a slight decline. Obviously, um, regression. The term regression means regression to the mean. Regression to the mean for Austin Eckler means he's going to still catch ten yards per catch because that's what he's done his whole career. So any spike down in efficiency that Austin Eckler sees should be offset by a slight volume increase with no Melvin Gordon in the picture. I'm going to put uh, – I'll have Tyler put on the screen, actually. Uh, a game splits with, of last year with no Austin Eckler – or with no Melvin Gordon. And no, I'm not talking about how many fantasy points he scored or how many uh, touchdowns he scored. I, I have circled here the rushing attempts, the rushing touchdowns, and the rushing yards. So 6.33 rushing attempts without, uh, with – Melvin Gordon in the lineup and 14 without him. I don't think it's going to be 14. I think it's going to fall somewhere in the middle, but the point is, is that he's going to see increase on the ground, which should help offset some of his receiving efficiency. He also, if you notice, he had zero rushing touchdowns, zero when Melvin Gordon was, was there as opposed to he had like, I believe it was three without, without Melvin Gordon in those four games. And then obviously the rushing yards is about double as well. To me, it's, it's, those games were consistent in terms of his volume too. He just saw higher volume as a as a ball carrier, and that way he's he's basically just going to offset any kind of efficiency decline that he sees. And let's not pretend that he's any worse at football. He's still going to be hyper efficient. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll just add on to that. There's a couple more things with him. Uh, so you touched on the splits. So without Melvin Gordon, sixty percent of the rushing share in the games um, the last two years actually since I know he played a little bit when Melvin Gordon got hurt. Um, the vacated production, 172 rushing attempts and 58 targets. Okay, you could say Josh Kelly, but if Josh Kelly was really that good, he would have um, not – I would have heard of him before um, we did the draft guide if he was really that good. I had no clue who he was. And they traded away their second and third round pick to go get a linebacker that they really don't need because they didn't prioritize running back. Tyrod Taylor, yeah, sure, he dumps the ball off. No, he doesn't dump the ball off. Shady was the best player he had at Buffalo every single year he played. Name another good player on the team. And if you think that a rushing quarterback is going to hurt his catching ability, when Melvin Gordon returned, he played 33% of his snaps out wide or in the slot out of the backfield. That's not changing. They paid him. They had the clear capital to go take Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, a layer if they wanted to. They traded back up, and they didn't get anyone. They got Josh Kelly in a seventh-round pick. Maybe those guys see 50% of what Melvin Gordon saw last year. Sure, because they are going to play. But Eckler is the focal point of this offense. He's going to play the slot, I think. I think he legit will have more slot snaps than maybe in the backfield snaps because they're going to need to get creative to keep up with the Chiefs, hopefully the Broncos, hopefully the Raiders. Their defense is stacked. So I have him at eight, but I mentioned before that I could easily see him being a top three running back because he can just build off what he did last year and take more rushing attempts. Yeah, uh, and touch – sorry, quick one last thing that I forgot to mention. Uh, in the – in the, um, his five highest carry totals of the season, four of them were the four games that Melvin Gordon was gone. So again, like I said, the carry totals should balance out instead of being like 
um, like mad volume in the receiving game and only a little bit of volume volume as a as a running back, I think it'll balance out a little bit more. Yeah, I just wanted to touch up Avani. You you made it seem like I was super low on him. I moved him up. Well, you are. How? Because you're right. Well, we can we can foreshadow this. So why do you have Sanders way ahead of him? So your argument with Sanders is the receiving uh, work. Is we'll get Eckler's receiving work. No. Not no, going to be we'll, better than that. We'll, we'll get into it. But, I mean, we're talking about Austin Eckler's efficiency this year. Miles Sanders was the seventh most efficient running back on his touches. He turned 229 touches into almost 1,400 yards from scrimmage last year. What changes between that other than giving Miles Sanders more of a workload? Like, this, keep in mind, this is What changes for Eckler other than giving him more of a uh, workload? Let, he was let, actually let me, more let, efficient than Sanders. Let, let me just get into it. Uh, they didn't bring another back. Like, I, know we, I know we're talking – that's what I'm saying. We're basing the rankings off right now. They're going to. They, dude. They're going. They, to. they, they, they offered they, three guys. They offered if, three if, if veteran they, running backs. If they sign a veteran running back, I'll adjust accordingly. But if we're basing it off right now, he's a seven. I just think he's going to get an overall volume. Like he's going to get overall more volume than Eckler. If they and, sign a veteran back, I'm moving Miles Sanders up because that because they'll realize, oh stop. shit. We can't actually count do on anything this back. In the first, Jordan Howard yeah. is the main back. There's a reason that he was the and, main back. Yeah, because he and yet. Yeah, and yet, uh, and yet, Miles Sanders was still talking with you. Let, let, let me just yeah. add oh, one oh, thing. That was a, that was a Howard, Howard, Howard got hurt for hey, half the We're season. talking about Eckler right now, Dan. Let, not let, Miles Sanders. Oh, let me just add one thing. The 7, 8, 9 for me is Sanders, uh, Mixon, and Eckler. They're literally all the same tier for me. So if you want to argue one over the other, I don't give a fuck. Just they're the same tier. Yes. Yeah, that, and that's, that's the same for me as well. Like Mixon, Sanders – Eckler, Chubb, and Jacobs are all in the same tier for me. So they're they're all very close. I just prefer like like I said, I prefer like certain guys over the other. I prefer Eckler and Jacobs and Mixon to Chubb, Drake, and and Sanders. For sure. I mean, we'll get into the more of the Sanders next video, but uh, yeah, let's touch up on Eckler again. We saw it last year. He's an ultra talented back. We saw obviously you can't project he's going to do what he did without Melvin Gordon for the first four games because on pace he was literally the RB two behind McCaffrey in those games. But uh, he, who's saying he still can't be an efficient back with more of a workload? I so mean, touchback the, though. You said that he can't. We can't project what he did without Gordon, but Gordon's not there. So why? Why can't well, we project that? Well, he had, well, he averaged. He had twenty-seven and a half PPR points per game. But but why? But why though? Why is the regression? You have to give context. To uh, the well, not this regression. Well, they also added Josh Kelly, as you mentioned. I don't necessarily yeah, believe that. Melvin Gordon. I don't necessarily believe that Josh Kelly and Justin Jackson are going to be huge factors, but they are going to take an overall touch workload off of them. Not to mention, like, although we want to diminish the quarterback uh, turnover, it's still a factor. You still got to project it in. So whether that's between twenty-seven and a half, like that, that that's an unsustainable number unless you're Christian McCaffrey. Like no other Why running back, but no other Why? running back in the NFL is going to reach that. Kyle out, Teddy, Tyrod Taylor, okay. and Kyle Allen and Will Greer. So, are, are we are we going to give Eckler McCaffrey's twenty one touches per game? Pretty much, he did he those had, four on, games without on. Melvin he Gordon. Had, yeah, he had twenty. He had just, exactly twenty one when Melvin Justin Gordon was in the lineup. If but Justin that's what I'm saying. Jackson are we going to project? If Justin Jackson was good, he would have had touches those four games. Are, are we going to project Eckler to get 21 touches per game this year? That's if what we he are. Then he's going to be a top. But if, yes. if we're going to if we're going to project, are we going to project that for a full season? Because if we are, he's going to be a top three back. So why I'll are we him, all having like him, seven to eight nine? I'll give him 18. Yeah, I'll give that's him 18. probably about where I'm going to say. If he's 18, he's probably going to be a top five back. Realistically, that's what I, just in said. My I said he has the upside. That's what I said. He I, has the upside to be top three. So if you're projecting him for 18 touches a game, why don't you have him in your top three then? Because we can't, we I'm projecting him for that. We don't know, get, but the odds but, are that it's that's going to happen. But I get that. But that's my point. 
we can project them for 18, 20 touches per game. Like the upside is there. I don't think any of us are arguing it. There's just risks here. There's turnover at quarterback and there's an addition. There's not Even risk. McCaffrey has risk though. I, I get yeah, that. I, but but if, if, if he, he had no risk, if we projected him to stay at his pace that he was last year, again, he would be a top five ranked yeah, guy. No, it's all right. You, you're allowed to disagree with us. You think he's obviously more risky than he is. I, I just, personally don't I think don't, he's very risky how, at all. How, how, how don't very just, safe. I don't want you to say regression without giving me anything that's but going to regress. You're arguing that I'm low on him. When I have him at nine, you have him at eight. Corey has Not him low, but you just but like, like you're, <laughs> you're saying that he's going to regress with no context to why well, he's going to regress. Well, I mean, why why wouldn't he regress from last year? And why would he case? not though? We, the player another, that was the player well, that was holding him back is gone. And and any player can have a four good uh, four game good split. Is what yeah, he had a 16-game good split. He was the RB4 no, no, last me, year. He had a good split over the season, but that four-game split at the beginning of the season was historic. There's a difference. Hey, you said the same thing about McCaffrey good. for why you should pick him one. I get that, but we saw it over a 16-game pace. We only saw it for four games for Mac. Okay. I mean, if we're talking upside, right. if he's able to do that for 16 games, he's going to be top three. But in general, trying to project a four-game split to carry over for 16 games – is downright unsustainable. No, no, I don't think I don't think it's responsible to project that. He had he scored 17 PPR points per game with Melvin Gordon and 27 and a half without him. Like I said, I expect him to fall somewhere in between that, maybe 20 PPR points per game, which is on the lower end of that actually. So I that's what I project him for. I think he's safe. I think he's going to be a top 5 back. I have him at 6 right now and it's mainly just because Cook if he stays healthy would be better than him, but it, like, it's splitting hairs. Like all to okay. be honest, all like my like top 12 running backs. If I get two of them to start my draft, I'm laughing. Literally. No, when you're talking about Eckler, the upside is there. It's just, but whether you have them seven, whether I have them eight, rather than nine, all those guys are in the same tier. Cool. So it'd be like, <laughs> all right. Is that it, right. Lucas? We closing this one out? Yeah. <laughs> Close it out, Tyler. All right, guys. That was phenomenal. We had a great time. Did we? Maybe. Hopefully you did too. If you did, subscribe, hit the bell, like comment maybe follow our twitters maybe harass us there probably you dislike take? it what there will you be gotta, dislikes probably oh, there will be dislikes. You gotta, oh yeah you got a different take let's hear in the comment section you dislike i want to know why we'll get those same we'll get those same dislikes like in the first minute of the video every time listen guys <laughs> i love you we hope you love us and you guys have a fantastic rest of your day